to Remember Twilight, a literary podcast covering all aspects of the Twilight Saga. On Remember Twilight, we talk about all things openly. Mental health, relationships, sex, religion, fashion. We also understand that there are conversations that will come up that we might not be able to do justice. We want to include as much diversity as we can, so if you'd like to share your perspective with our audience, please message us. Oh, and fair warning, we are not spoiler-free. I frowned. What are you talking about? How can it be a shield? What does that even mean? All I could picture in my head was a ridiculous medieval suit of armor. Eleazar leaned his head to one side as he examined me. I suppose we were overly formal about it in the guard. In truth, categorizing talents is a subjective, haphazard business. Every talent is unique, never exactly the same thing twice, but you, Bella, are fairly easy to classify. Talents that are purely defensive, that protect some aspect of the bearer, are always called shields. Have you ever tested your abilities, blocked anyone besides me and your mate? It took me a few seconds, despite how quickly my new brain worked, to organize my answer. It only works with certain things, I told him. My head is sort of private, but it doesn't stop Jasper from being able to mess with my mood or Alice from seeing my future. Purely a mental defense, Eleazar nodded to himself, limited but strong. Arrow couldn't hear her, Edward interjected, though she was human when they met. Eleazar's eyes widened. Jane tried to hurt me, but she couldn't, I said. Edward thinks Dimitri can't find me, and that Alec can't bother me either. Is that good? Eleazar, still gaping, nodded. Quite. A shield, Edward said, deep satisfaction saturating his tone. Oh, hey, Marin. What's up, Em? You'll never believe it. <laughs> Tell me. Okay, we have two new patrons. Two? Two even. Gonna cry. We have Kelsey from Missouri. Yeah, we also have Celeste from the UK. Welcome wow. and thank you. What an honor and a privilege to be supported so lovingly. Yeah. All right. Well, welcome, everybody. 
Hi everyone. This is Marin. This is Emily. And this is Remember, Remember Twilight. Twilight. And on this week's episode of Remember Twilight, we are talking about Breaking Dawn, Chapter 31, Talented. I wonder who that could be referencing. I think it's our girl Bella. It is. <laughs> Spoiler. I love spoilers. Tell me all of them. Okay, so last week... <laughs> The most unspoilery of all information. <laughs> um, things happen, Bella thinks, and then the Denali cousins come over and they meet Renesme and Renesme bewitches them. Sometimes the previously ons are just more succinct and perfect than the entire episode was. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. Thank Bella you. Bella thinks... <laughs> Yeah, you know, it. we skipped recording last week, so it's not fresh in my mind. And from what I gathered by my two-second glance, I think that's a good summary. I, I agree, because I listened to the episode, and it, that's exactly right. That's everything <laughs> that happened. <laughs> so now everybody is um, just chatting mostly, and Tanya's like, why is Jacob here? <laughs> What's with the wolf? And more. <laughs> we smell them. And Jacob's like, listen, if the Volturi aren't going to stop to listen about Nessie, I mean Renesme. Ugh, I hate calling her that. <laughs> we will stop them. And Tanya's like, oh, you tiny, tiny baby. What a hilarious idea you have. And Jacob's like, you don't you don't know me. And she's like, whatever, I don't care. It's not just a phase, mom. <laughs> and then Eliezer's sitting there and he's like, what a weird and talented family you guys are. You have the mind reader for a father, a shield for a mother, whatever it is this little witch can do. <laughs> Maybe that's normal for vampire human hybrids is to just be a witch instead. I don't know. And Edward's like, pardon me, sir, but what did you just say about my wife? Excuse me? Are you talking about my wife? <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> and he's like, well, I mean, what do you mean? What do I mean? She's a shield, right? <laughs> Bella's like, what? A shield? Like, <laughs> like a shield? Like a big piece of metal? Like what? And he's like, come on, Edward. Get with the program. Obviously... You, can you read her mind? No, I can't read her either. Like, she's obviously protecting herself. <laughs> Edward's like, but wait, no, she could do that when she was merely a human. She also killed Voldemort when she was a baby. <laughs> she was super awesome when she was a baby. Yeah, and he's like, okay, obviously you guys don't know what's happening, but this <laughs> is literally why I was hired by Aro for the Volturi is to find people like Bella. And Bella's like, what do you mean? <laughs> Bella is even more confused when than when she realized that Edward loved her. She's like, uh, no, what? <laughs> uh, no, my power is to not eat humans. <laughs> or food when I was a human. I just, no sustenance required. <laughs> and he's like, okay, so back in my day with the Volturi, they kind of classified similar talents into categories which honestly doesn't really work because everyone's talents are so different. But one kind of talent that is pretty consistent are shields. 
And that's definitely what I think you are. Um, have you like tested this out? Can you shield more than just yourself? And Bella has to take a moment to process this. And so she's like, well, my head is private. Like Edward can't read my thoughts. Aro couldn't either, but still like Jasper's power works on me and Alice can see me. So well, I don't know. And Edward's like, also, Aro couldn't hear her. <laughs> and Jane can't hurt her. And so Edward thinks Dimitri can't find me and something, something. And Eliezer has to take a, a gasp. <laughs> he is quite shocked. So here's here's what I just kept thinking when I was reading these chapters, this one and the next one, is that I was like, <laughs> okay, this is really great. Because what happened was Twilight got super popular and then we all loved New Moon and then we were like, we want more. And then Stephanie was like, all right, everybody, here's what I'm going to do with Breaking Dawn. I'm going to answer all your questions. She's like, I'm going to give you all the answers. I'm going to write a big ass book about all the stuff you've been wondering about. And I love it. Mm. It's got to be satisfying as an author to like have such a big audience as your producing things instead of people finding out totally after because then it's like she's like I'm so sick of these people being like <laughs> if Bella what about Jasper works on Edward what about Jasper and she's like fine <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you yeah <sighs> Edward is everybody can't even be bothered by believing this it's too much information for them and Edward specifically is like I've met a shield and I never would have thought that Bella would be a shield because she's so different and he's referring to a person named Renata who works with the Volturi who is also a shield so Eleazar tells us a little bit about her how she is a very practical shield and she gets to go with Aro wherever he decides. <laughs> well, also, it's like, so we know about Caius and we know about Marcus and we know about the lady who works at the reception desk and we know about all these people. And now he like throws on us this information of Renata is Aro's personal bodyguard. <laughs> OK, they just keep her real secret. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she just stands there. We have to wait till book four to... We don't get you don't get to know everything about Aro. <laughs> Bella does a human remembering and she's like, there were someone there, probably. Was it all the vampires wearing sundresses? Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's an image I'll never get out of my brain. <laughs> Just thinking of those like 2005 really, really short sundresses. Yeah. On a vampire. They a, love it. It's a good thought in my head. They're still wearing them. <laughs> Some things never go out of style. <laughs> so Eleazar explains to Bella how Renata's power works, and she can shield against physical attacks. So say you're someone, and you're like, I want to punch Aro in the face. Seems reasonable. You walk directly towards him, but then you keep walking, and you're a different direction, and you're like, I guess I did want to go over here, actually. Suddenly you're in the next room. Yeah. So she just, like, makes you think that you instead don't want to come close to Aro. <laughs> <laughs> and her power 
she can shield people within like a little bit of a bubble circle. So she stays next to some people, but always next to Aro. I don't feel like she did a very good job of protecting Aro from Edward when they were there in New Moon. Well, I don't think that they were concerned that Edward was going to kill <laughs> Aro. Edward was much more self-focused they in just his kind destruction. Of were like, I'll just stand back here with my arms crossed and watch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I agree. Good job. Yeah. Um, And then he's like, I wonder between the two of you whose shield is more powerful, because I've never heard of Aro or Jane's gifts ever being thwarted. And Renesmee's like, Mama, you're so special. And everyone freaks out a little bit about her voice again. (laughs) It doesn't say that, but I know they did. (laughs) You know they did. I think it's really sweet, too, is that she it's not even like she's surprised. She's just like, Mama, you're special. And Bella's like, I am. not special (laughs) (laughs) poor Bella yeah she's like I thought vampires only had like one special power and I thought my special power was just skipping being hungry ever Uh, (laughs) and she's like well maybe I guess Edward could have been right that I was just overly prepared to be a vampire so it's easier for me or am, am I cool and I just can do lots of powers double power baby so then Kate is like, can you project? And Bella's like, I can do a, a project. Or she's like, uh, no, I have a very quiet voice. Only with a megaphone. Yeah, I am not comfortable projecting. <laughs> um, and Kate's like, you, but you've never tried to like push your shield out from yourself. And Bella's like, nah, I don't know. That seems she's like made up. I've never tried to do anything outside of myself. <laughs> I don't want to know. (laughs) And Kate's like, well, here's the thing. You might not be able to. Everybody's power works differently. But for me, I've been working on my power for a long, long time. And I can still only get it to cover my body. And so then Edward fills us in. And he tells us that Kate has a gift that's kind of like Jane's. And Bella does like a Jane shiver. (laughs) Kate assures Bella that she doesn't use it for any sadistic purposes, but only for fighting. And uh, now Bella's got a a good idea planted in her head. They should keep these girls around more often. They they really help to balance the group. No, it's really true. I think that um, one of the things that Bella could really, really benefit from in life is just more positive female friendships. She's got Alice, but Alice is super tied up in Jasper. And I think Alice has given her space purposely so that she could like foster her relationship with Edward. But it almost is like whenever she gets around other women, she just really blossoms like um, Angela did it for her. And even Jessica, who people give Jessica a bad rap, but Jessica was like super honest and straightforward with Bella about not being so silly about a breakup or whatever. And then now that she's got these girls, they are like, listen, you're a bad bitch. And she's like, I maybe I am. I just love it. I mm-hmm. love to see that like girl friendship thing happening with Bella. It helps her a lot. Definitely. So Bella's like, well, what if I can use my power on more than just me? And she flashbacks to New Moon when Edward was being crumbly <laughs> in the castle. <laughs> and she's like, if I could keep Edward whole always forever, I mean, that would be amazing. And then I could also help Renesmee. Oh, no. Not 
taking on the load again. <laughs> it's Bella's gift. <laughs> it's all of Sharing ours. the load. <laughs> Share the load. So then Bella's immediately like, Kate, teach me everything you know right now. There's no time to waste. <laughs> Bella like grabs Kate's arm when she's saying this. And Kate's like, okay, I will if you stop trying to rip my arm off. Ow. And she notices that Bella can shield from her gift as well because she zapped Bella when she grabbed her arm. <laughs> Edward's like, um, Kate, do not ever zap my Bella again. <laughs> but Bella's like, it's fine. I didn't feel it. Um, were you doing your electric current thingy? And she's like, yeah, I've never met anyone who couldn't feel it. And so Bella's like, okay, tell me about this projection. And Kate says that her gift originally used to just be in her palms, kind of like Aro's gift. And Edward's like, and also Renesmee's gift. Don't forget her. She's <laughs> the most special one here. But not the prettiest. Nope. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't think you're all that Renesmee. <laughs> But she continues that she's been practicing a lot and now she can do it all over her body, um, which is great because it's kind of like if you were to taser a human, like it kind of just stops someone for a second. But when you're a vampire, a second is long enough, I guess. <laughs> Bella isn't really listening to Kate anymore. She's now just like, OK, I got to learn this and I got to learn this fast. Um, maybe I'll just be kind of naturally good at this thing too. Like I am with like everything in the vampire world. It isn't until she's had this whole thought train that she realizes that Edward is having a silent conversation <laughs> with Eleazar, but everyone else is watching them. Like, <laughs> I don't understand. What? Can Eleazar, he can't hear minds. So he's just like having thoughts and Edward is just doing faces. Edward's just like nodding, <laughs> shaking, shrugging. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and so we, we get clued in on their exchange in which Eleazar is like thinking about like the clones aren't doing anything wrong. And by just having like us here to witness Renesmee growing should be enough evidence for them to realize that they're wrong and drop it. So if that's correct, then why would they be sending everyone in the guard to come here? And then when he thinks that something kind of clicks into place. And so he tells them his thought, which is that not very frequently, but several times throughout the time that he was with the Volturi, there would be a situation where there was a coven that had a gifted vampire and uh, Ara wanted that gift. And so just conveniently, something would happen where that coven had an unpardonable crime occur in which they would all go, they would kill everyone but that one vampire, and Aro would say, if you join us, we will let you live. And they always do it because they're so relieved that they're not going to die. Eleazar, as I think it was Carlisle told us before, he was with the Volturi, but Carlisle believed he was truly good and really believed in the work that he was doing, and he didn't see anything evil about the Volturi. Yeah, I mean, he even tells... Edward he's like I don't like to think of them that way and Edward's like open your eyes this is a trick mm -hmm. it's always a trick yeah like obviously you wouldn't like oh okay so my f friend or my best friend or my husband or whatever did this unpardonable crime and so you had to kill him but now I will join you because I'm so grateful you didn't join me that's a trick mm -hmm. like Eliezer 
baby. Yeah. <laughs> and so after hearing this, Kate is like, well, I mean, that that seems pretty intense to be like the one chosen. Like, I'm sure they were grateful. And Eleazar's like, well, <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you why they were so grateful. Here's the thing is they have um, another member of the guard named Chelsea and she can influence emotional ties between people and she can either loosen them or strengthen them. So even if that person was really, really close to their coven after they die, Chelsea can just make them not really care <laughs> anymore so that they're more willing to join. While he was there, Eleazar says that he saw it as a great kindness and an evidence of Aro's mercy. That's because um, Chelsea was playing the trick on him. Yeah. Wild. But now that he kind of has some distance and he's seeing it happen again, it's he's not sure anymore. Tanya asks about how strong Chelsea's gift is. And Eleazar says that he was able to leave the Volturi with Carmen, but he thinks that anything weaker than the bond between partners uh, would be subject to her gift, at least in a normal coven. He has a theory that... And covens that don't rely on human blood are able to be more civilized and therefore have like more purposeful love between them. It just feels very much like, oh, well, we're superior because we don't eat humans. But it's like, eh, maybe not. That seems really weird. I don't like it when people think that they're superior because they abstain from something that other people enjoy. So I don't know. I mean, yes, but in this case, the thing they enjoy is murder. Killing people. Right, but that's a natural vampire-like yeah. disposition. And so they're <laughs> like, we have raised above the natural man, which is like very religious to me. Sure. Where it's like you have to rise above the natural man uh, desires to like have sex with people you love and do things like that. And if you do that, then you'll be a better person than the rest of the people you don't know. So it sure. just felt very much like that to me. It's just a Marin thought. <laughs> <laughs> Come at me if you want to. <laughs> so Eleazar concludes that he now believes that the only reason that Aro has decided to come and bring the entire guard with him is because his end goal is actually not punishment, but acquisition. And that he wants to be there so he can control the situation. But by him leaving and all of the guard members that he requires to come with him leaving, if he brought everyone who he needed to this, there would be too few left behind to be protected. So that is why everybody has to come. He must want them very badly. Yeah. That's what he says. <laughs> and then Edward's like, well, I'll tell you this. Aro definitely wants Alice more than he's ever wanted anything ever Ew. before. Okay. <laughs> and Bella remembers thinking about how they would like uh, how awesome Alice and Edward would look <laughs> if they did join the Volturi with their cool robes and their red eyes. And she's like, I wonder if Alice had a vision like this more recently. And maybe that's what triggered her to leave. So she says this to Edward and he agrees. He says it must be to keep Aro from gaining the thing he wants most of all. <laughs> but this is news to Tanya and Kate. They didn't know that Alice had left. And Bella's like, well, Edward, Aro wants you too. And Edward's like, whatever. I mean, my gift isn't so different from his. There's no way he could make me do anything. And he knows that. So it's fine. <laughs> but Eliezer's like, 
not so fast, Edward. He also knows your weaknesses. Uh, looks at Bella. <laughs> and Edward's like, shh, don't, don't tell Bella that she could be my weakness. Oh, I know. Uh, uh, that You cannot do that because then she just stands in front of you all the time. <laughs> but Eliezer's like, honestly, probably it won't matter either way because he would want the pair of you because... From what you've told me about Bella, even in her human form, that would be enough for him to to want to see her powers, uh, let alone knowing what she can do now. So then Bella's like, maybe we shouldn't care about dying, but maybe we should only care about Aro, I guess. Classic Bella. <laughs> um, because if, if Aro takes Edward, obviously Bella's going to go and vice versa. So they're like, hmm, <laughs> interesting. Edward tells them that he believes that the Volturi had been planning this for some time, though, because Alice saw their decision before Irina even went to them, which is interesting. They were just waiting for something they could blame this visit on. And then Carmen's like, well, if they're abusing the trust that everyone has in them, and Eleazar's like, doesn't matter. Also, duh, they're evil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what when Jack Sparrow's like, pirate, mm-hmm. <laughs> vampire. Yep. Hello. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's like, first of all, it, no one would believe it. And even if they did, the Volturi are now too powerful. No one could stand against them. And Kate's like, well, some of us might. <laughs> and Edward's like, no, no, you're only here to witness. Whatever Aro's goal is, I don't think he's ready to tarsh tarnish the Volturi's reputation for it which is interesting that's an interesting line from Edward here Edward still believes in their plan if we can take away the reason for why they're here they'll have no choice but to leave do you think that he is just trying to channel his inner Carlisle yes where he's like I'm just gonna only assume the best because he has to Mm -hmm. because the other alternative is his wife and baby die. And everybody that he's just asked to help him yeah. also die. <laughs> he has to kill all of his friends and all of Carlisle's friends. Yeah, that's yeah. bad. So, yep. Um, so everyone's like, right, Edward, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're right. They'll definitely leave. They all love him so much. <laughs> so then Bella hears someone turn into the driveway and she's like, oh, crap, Charlie's here. Edward, can you hide all these vampires real quick? And Edward's like, no, no, it's not Charlie. Uh, Alice has sent Peter and Charlotte. um, So it's time to get ready for the next round. Whoa, Alice, what are you doing, baby? And that is our chapter. It was a little shorty guy today. It was a shorty guy. Um, So speaking of Edward being a silly head. Yes. Jen, who is here in our chat today, and I were talking just a little while ago, just this morning, and she was talking about last, um, the the episode where everybody started coming in. I think that was last week's. Yeah. Um, She goes, last week's episode, Edward is in full dingus mode. (laughs) This just shows both he and Bella are the world's most unreliable narrators. It is clear that he is like Napoleon Dynamite and Bella just had hearts in her eyes. (laughs) she goes what if she just thought everyone was into edward and put that in her diary but actually everyone at school was like 
roll my eyes, roll my eyes, Edward, stop, and cringing at him. I mean, it seems so plausible. He's part cat and derp and has zero social skills. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. And I go, this is absolutely how I see it. Like, I I've thought this way for a long time about Bella, where she's just like, he's so cute. And everybody else is like, he's so weird. Well, we've, we've talked several times before about how Edward is the kid who just sits in class and laughs at himself and then, like, runs away. And everybody is just <laughs> looks at him and goes oh he's so weird and I go I dated a boy in high school for so long and I thought he was so wonderful and amazing but at my 20-year reunion a mutual friend was like I always thought he was so weird and I just stood there with my mouth open for like 10 minutes <laughs> I was just like oh he was <laughs> I really liked him <laughs> but then she goes sometimes you can't see the forest for the raging adolescent lady boner and Jen I agree the Lady Boner is a strong force. Well, thank you for joining us, everyone, on this wonderful adventure. I can't wait to meet all the rest of the vampires. So many people show up next week. I am sweating in my <laughs> pronunciation palms already. I think we should just screw it. Just say it how you see it. Just do it Lord of the Rings style. Um, <laughs> the, the beginning letter and then the middle letter and whatever you feel like in the, in the yeah, middle. Yeah, or just, the ending. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Fill in the blank. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Um, but until then, Emily and I are going to go record our Patreon only bonus episode, which we lovingly refer to as a bone. So if you'd like to hear that, come join us on the Patreon. Um, uh, also, lots of other amazing perks over there. So come check it out. And remember, a shield isn't just a medieval piece of metal. <laughs> Love you guys. Bye. Bye. You've been remembering Twilight with Marin and Emily. You can stay in touch on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Remember Twilight Podcast. Please consider joining us on Patreon for a weekly bonus episode, access to our notes, original artwork, and to connect with our awesome community. You can message us at RememberTwilightPodcast at gmail.com, send us a voice message on Anchor, or leave a review on iTunes. Check out the show notes for all this information and more. Thank you to Stephanie Meyer for sharing her dream and making ours come true.